everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode uh, for South Point Sessions. South Point Sessions, the SPS. We we should get like um, I I, I watch a few like um. Well, it's gonna sound weird. I was gonna say I watch podcasts, but you can. Yeah, they're podcasts, but they also YouTube them, right? Yeah. So anyways. They have kind of like fun little jingles and things between each. Um, Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. No, not that one. Remember that? No. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? It was the drug song in the 90s, remember? Puppets. Though it might look good to eat like a muffin or a beet. If you don't know just what it is, don't put it in your mouth. They play it before like every after school special on Saturdays. What is happening? Oh right yeah, now? <laughs> but, like, it, but eventually it got kind of improved. So anyway, uh, or do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the dare? Um, Robot that fell. Yes. Yeah. That yes. That, or, yeah. Or this is this is your brain. Yeah. This is your brain on drugs. Yeah. The dare robot was traumatizing. Oh, that's, that's some like, of the stuff that he. That's had. like late eighties. Yeah. Early some 90s. of the stuff that happened there yeah. was was kind of hurt my heart. You know, <laughs> hurt my heart. Uh, so yeah. I, I yeah well so I had to do this uh, leadership session yesterday. Me and uh, and a coworker. So she, she's basically my boss at this point. Um, but uh, is this the uh, Bernie Brown? Yeah, so Bernie we did. Brown? Yeah, okay. I did to lead yesterday. Yeah. So, um, at one point though, I said to the to the to the folks that were there, like, there's some. I met somebody the other day here that was born in two thousand and one, and I just like I had a traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, when were you born? Two thousand and one. And my eyes just like, <laughs> it was like a big aha moment. What? Right? Yeah. I, because like this person would never have had the, uh, the 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 history minutes, the the Canada history minutes. Oh sure, yeah. I mean those those got me yeah. so good. The Laura Secord. I, I need one? these peach baskets back. Yeah. Now they will know that we were here. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. What What is your name? Mary. Mary O'Neill. Yes. Yes. Did you remember? Yes. yes. Yeah, you're right. They would have never experienced I, that. I actually, this is the craziest thing. I, I actually ran into somebody the other day that was like, what does Canada even mean? And I went right back to that thing. Canada? Originally. And I said it like that, too. I was like, originally, uh, people thought it meant village. Oh, my goodness. When actually, Or people thought it was nation. Uh, heritage really, moments, right? Heritage, yeah, yeah, yeah. When really what it was was just the village. I acted That's like I knew what I was talking about. I just referred back to a heritage. Right. No, no, no. He's talking about the nation. The, the nation is Canada's its name. <laughs> Good. Do you remember? I this? totally oh, remember man. those. It was, it was, I would watch them every day uh, the between The Simpsons and something else on CBC. Like oh. after school, you'd come home, you'd be like, oh, it's Simpsons. Interesting. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Oh, too soon. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, hey, this... Um, Past weekend was yep. Easter. Yeah. And our church did a huge community yeah. uh, Easter egg hunt. Yeah, it was really exciting. It was super fun. And uh, handed out some golden eggs. Well, we hid some golden eggs and got kids prizes and lots of family. Like, I, I'm i going to be honest. 
there was more unfamiliar faces than oh. I thought there was going to be. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know anybody. No, like it was, it was, it was a good. I loved it. Good shock to the system. So many newcomers to Canada. So many yeah. people were. It was you could tell like it was really the first time they they were doing something on Easter. Yeah, right? and I had uh, it was amazing because like you know how like as a church mm. or or somebody in ministry you you think you know how an outsider is going to respond. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh they're gonna. They're gonna say this and they're gonna do that. Yep. And and ninety percent of the time, let's be honest, we're probably wrong. No, we're we're, we're just scared. We're, we're just we're, right. We're just we're just trying to preemptive all of our hurt. Yeah. But I was <laughs> I, I was pleasantly surprised at how many people came to me and said, It's really cool yeah. that you're doing this. Yeah. And I said, Well, it's not like we're not doing anything revolutionary. But to people who don't um, have kind of a deeper connection to church. Sure. For a church to not be doing a church service mm-hmm. and just doing an Easter egg, that was like an uh, an aha moment. Now, again, I'm not bashing any churches who did Easter services and did Easter services and then egg hunts. I'm not. I'm not doing any of that. I'm saying that in our context, yeah, it, it was really cool to have people come to us come to me and say, I think it's really cool that you're doing this. And honestly, the amount of kids that were there um, and the the look on their face and the joy and and all the stuff and the conversations I was able to have, it was totally worth it to me. My my favorite was there was a woman that came who had a a pentagram uh, sweatshirt. Okay, <laughs> I might have missed her. Oh, it was great, and and so our oldest guy, Luke, he 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 came to me. He's like, Dad, that's why is she wearing a satanic T-shirt or a shirt to a church thing? And I'm like, That's perfect. Well, how would she know any different? <laughs> that's what I was like. That this is amazing. Yeah, that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish. Well, I, to reach those kind of people. Well, a hundred percent, and just to show a different thing, right? Because yeah. like I think. There was a time, I think, for both of us growing up, and I, I know I know this for me anyway, um, and probably you. But like, if somebody would have stepped into a church setting with a T-shirt like that, oh, or right. a shirt like that, oh my lord, yeah, all kinds of weird and bad and awkward and. I remember there was somebody that came to our youth group one time with a Marilyn Manson T-shirt. Oh, it was like, it was on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, like every youth leader was like. Literally looked like the Eternals. Like it was, it was like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust you down yeah. on this one. I mean, I could go into all kinds of stories of growing up, seeing people's Christians' reactions to just stuff like to that. stuff like that. When the whole point, like I, uh, I was having this conversation with somebody about like I was just because somebody messaged us from Ontario actually, and was talking about how like. Tegan had wrote, written a blog mm. about the the event and yeah. experience. And I kind of used the analogy, like, I felt for a while that we were planting a church that was really based, it was like a hospital for healthy people. Yeah. And I was like, there was no one sick coming. So what's the point? Yeah. And um, that was really frustrating. So I was like, that that's kind of the whole purpose of this. So I was, I, anyways, I was really excited about the weekend. I was really excited how it went, and mm. and um, and so tomorrow night, mm. 
I guess I shouldn't say tomorrow night because depending on the podcast, tonight could be tonight. Well, could tonight? Sa- okay, tonight we're doing a family dance party. Yeah, and um, and uh, so, okay, I'm, so so yeah. so so <laughs> let's let's just address the uh, the elephant in the room. Yeah, people don't know this yet. Okay, we're about to give you behind the curtain. So, both of our sons are downstairs in Matt's house playing basketball, and. Matt is having a conniption right now. Yeah, because the rim, I, 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 I put the rim, supported it from the ceiling. Yeah. And it's literally directly underneath Bring. my feet. And so every time they dunk the basketball, yeah. it makes a huge sound and this my is, feet vibrate. This is real life, people. This, this is living now. This is, this is real life. So we're just going to okay. deal with all the vibrations going on <laughs> good, underneath there. Good, vibrations. So anyways, okay. uh, dance party. Yeah, it's going to be good. Family dance party. Again, had a lot of, quite a few people message me saying they're super excited about it. And yeah. Again, I, I love, I think my new favorite compliment when it comes to ministry is I didn't expect this from a church. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, that makes me so giddy. It, it gets me going. I'm like, come on, somebody. And then, and then, right, we go right from that to Sunday. We're we're really hosting our first set yeah. of brunt birches, birch, birch, birch. We need a we need a definite jingle for that, like a like a birch, birch. No, what is it? This one? No, no. Birch. Yes. Yeah, okay. that was good. I like that. We'll, that was, that we'll keep that one in. Um. So we're, yeah, we're doing all that. I'm excited. And so I was thinking about like. This whole shift we've made, and it's not been a long time, but it's been a good time. No, uh, it, it's not been a long time, but I think you said something on your socials. Mm. Tegan said something on her socials. I've said something on my socials, which I want to flesh out a little bit. Okay. And we all kind of said the same thing, mm-hmm. that maybe in the last, let's say, seven to 14 days. Sure. We have found more fulfillment or excitement or passion or whatever you want to call it yep. in ministry than maybe in any years previously combined or whatever. So yeah, before I tell you my reasoning, sure, t- kind of flesh that out for me a little bit. I, you know, for me, it's not an all of a sudden thing. I, I think... Um, I think when it comes to church stuff, uh, I have never actually really felt like I fit in the sense that like, I really enjoy culture. I really enjoy hanging out with people who don't act like me, look like me because my background, you know, I joke around about it a lot, but like I come from two different, you know, cultures um, experience those in, in many ways, have family who like don't have anything to do with evangelical Christianity whatsoever. And like, that's just kind of where I come from. So I feel very comfortable in those spaces because for me, that's normal. And then when we became like, when my parents became Christians and then, you know, we went into that, that whole world, like I, it felt very restrictive and like, you can do stuff like, Oh, can't dance. Can't do this. Can't do anything. I remember, 
like just being like, what what is with these people? Like this is really crazy. And for a long time, it really kind of turned me off 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 a lot of those things. Uh, felt very culty. And then in ministry, I think for me, it was the first probably six or seven years. I was so angsty because I was trying to fit into this mold that I didn't fit. You know, like the 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 youth pastor or the pastor that's like, you know, hey everybody, God loves you so much. Oh. Yeah, you were you were the guy who would stand up at convention and yell at the guest speaker at convention, telling him he's wrong. Well, because I I couldn't understand. Like, yeah, to me, it, I just didn't understand why everyone was just okay with this whole thing, right? Like I I really struggled with it. And then probably six or seven years in, I actually started finding my own voice uh, in a way that I realized like I probably will never fit. So I'm just going to do me. And if people don't like it, that's fine. So, but I think the struggle, you know, over the years in ministry is kind of navigating when you're working in an established church, like you can't just do stuff. Yeah. And um, I think what was so great about, um, Sunday uh, with this Easter egg thing was like even even this pentagram sweatshirt that's what I'm going to call it okay pentagram sweatshirt um, lovely brought her son lovely it was the first time I didn't have a ooh somebody's going to see this and it's going to ruffle feathers Okay. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. E- like even even in senior leadership roles or doing other things, for me it wasn't an issue. But I'd always, wow, what's going to be the kickback from this? Right. You were always aware of the Christian in the room. A hundred percent. Somebody that would be judging that person or make them not feel welcomed. Or, or the email that was coming into your inbox on uh, Monday or the phone call. One million or, yeah. percent. Right. I mean, like, so, and it's just stories after story. I mean, think about the the, the one time you did a Star Wars thing. One, remember a few years ago you did yeah. this whole Star yeah. Wars thing and all of a sudden it blows up emails because it wasn't spiritual enough. Right. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? Um, like to me, those are the things that I used to have anxiety over. Right. And literally Sunday came and went. It was not, I was not anxious. Yeah. I didn't feel overwhelmed. I didn't think, uh, I'm going to manage this particular thing. It was, all right, cool. Like that was great. Yeah. And that was it. It was, uh, I also didn't feel like there was any kind of ulterior motive either. Right. You know, sometimes, you, you know, especially in church stuff, it's like, yeah, we'll do these things. Yeah. But what we're really going to do is give out tracks <laughs> right. so that they at least know Jesus. And I think what was really powerful about Sunday was it was the power of Christ is inside of people. Hmm. So just being around folks, having, you know, being theologically being somebody who believes that the Spirit lives inside of me, that should be enough. Yeah, I someone put it, and I thought it was brilliant. Um, I'd never say this to their face, um, but it was that so often we we try to do the work. I'm, I'm paraphrasing a bunch, but mm-hmm. we try to do the work of the Holy Spirit by doing the tracks and the, and yeah. the deep speech, spiritual theological conversations. Yeah, and we have no idea what the Holy Spirit is doing in a moment. Yeah. At an Easter egg hunt, when all you said is, hi, I'm the pastor of the church. We're so yep. glad you're here with us today. 
and then going to talk people and what goes on. 100%. And so I think I, I resonate strongly with what you're saying because for me, it was the first time in a long time I've come home. I wasn't exhausted after church. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I wasn't, I, th- I was anxious before. Yeah, sure. But because I'm controlled. Right, well, like I like to, I, I, you know, are there three hundred kids coming well, or a hundred? But I that's don't the thing. Know. We threw it out into the ether, and it was yeah. just like I don't know. Whoever yeah. wants to come, come. So there was a little anxiety of like, is this thing going to fly well? Right. But it, you, like you, it was. I never worried about whether our council was going to be like, <gasps> yeah, or or whether the church people who come, the South Pointians who come and and they were all in and and like yeah helping out helping out and 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 like I didn't I didn't I know this is going to sound it, it just seems so trivial but I didn't worry about what music I put on yeah right like I didn't have to put Michael W Smith 100%. on or you know whatever I dated myself there but you know like and there's just all those things that were were in years past have been ingrained have been ingrained, have been a hindrance, have been a block, a wall. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. Like I literally, and, and I've said this, I think before in our podcast mm-hmm. and especially to our church, I, I really didn't like the church we planted Yeah, and I was the one in charge of it. And I, and I just said, God, I can't do this. And it was almost like this subtle Holy Spirit hug or you did good or it's okay. Like a little HH. Yeah. Whatever it was. Sunday was kind of like a, you're on the right track. You're on the right track. You can do this. This, this is, this, this is felt more meaningful and more impactful and more, um, again, I'm not bashing any other church. I'm not bashing the, the, um, the resurrection of Jesus. I'm not bashing the Easter. Like, obviously, I'm not. Uh, like, obviously. Like, what are we say? No, right no. Now? But, but my point is, like, that's how some people will feel. That some was, people yeah. feel that if you don't do a, a Good Friday service and an Easter Sunday yeah. service, then you haven't done your due diligence, or you haven't you haven't preached Christ. And you know, um, there's I don't I, he's somebody famous. I'm sure I can't remember who said it, <laughs> but it was like preach Christ and use words if you have to. Yeah. And and that that to me is what we did as a church was we preached Christ, we preached Jesus, we preached a living, loving God in a way that was practical yeah. and fun and exciting. And kids were so giddy and tons of new Canadians and t- like, yeah. it, it was awesome. And one lady messaged us and said, Hey, I don't come to church. Um, is it okay if we still come? And I'm like, 100%. absolutely come. Like we would love to have you. And so I, I just love it. I, I honestly think the biggest thing was there was no bait and switch. Yeah. And that's why, like, yes, you like, don't, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Like we're not bashing other churches. Yeah. yeah. I just think they're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. I have been so you've been trying, you've been trying so hard. I know. I just just ruined it. No, because because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, maybe not wrong, misguided. Um, 
I mean, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I, I think people are just playing a game. Like, like this is here's the thing. Jesus never had a bait and switch. It was never a bait and switch. It was never like a hey, you know, you should come eat this bread. Now, let me like now you got to buy into the, you know, to, the yeah, come the, eat this the bread. Now let me tell you about the bread of life. Yeah, yeah, and and he did do that, but yeah. it, but it makes sense for his context, right? Like, yeah. but there's never a bait and switch. Right. He didn't invite you to a Christmas party and then try to get you. you no. know, it wasn't a. Uh, uh, it wasn't a backyard. It wasn't a a uh, get together. Uh, you know, families thing, and then all of a sudden you you get switched out with a devotional or someone's trying to sell you Avon. Right. <laughs> like right. all of a sudden, instead of you partying together, it's like let's get together and sing yeah. some hymns. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it it just wasn't that, and I think yeah. that's what's different about it because. Um, to be quite honest, like, we have pe- people are going to want to critique that. They absolutely will want to critique it in every sense of the, the the way it is. But how's what you're doing working out for you? That's what I want to say to the other churches. Really, like, how's that working out for you? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it? It's not. And like even to the point where you know this week a friend of ours put out this post. Uh, he's a church planting guy, and put out this post all about the statistical thing that's going on in the country around like um, you know the downturn in denominations and all those other things. And somebody actually wrote on there like, "Oh, you should stop posting this nonsense." Like, what are we t- what are we talking about here? Like, it's literally the ostrich. In in the like head in the sand, right? Like you you denying it doesn't make it untrue. <laughs> right. So w- what they're experiencing is, oh well, I don't like. It's really a reactionary thing. Like, oh well, that's come on. Like that's not true. Well, if that's what you think, you don't hang out with a bunch of non like non church goers on a regular basis. Your whole world is literally just church people. Like it's got to be because when you or I step out and hang out with our neighbors or with our friends or folks that we work with, like the conversation is exactly what that article says. Right. Right. Like nobody's, nobody's sitting around being like, I wonder, I'm thinking about church today. Oh, I wonder how my faith is going to grow here. Most Christians, most Christians coming out of pandemic aren't even waking (laughs) up thinking they want to go to church. No. Right. So how is a, a non-church goer thinking that, right? Like, um, again, caveat, little asterisks, except by the power of Holy Spirit. Sure. Okay? Like, I feel like... But that that's a given, people. Okay? The Holy Spirit works. Okay? And they he roams and does their does thing does. and does what he does. And that, that's 3. fine. Okay? So I, I'm not saying that, you know... I'm not, don't unspiritualize our conversation because I think there are those who might go, well, you're not giving any room for the Holy Spirit. But no, that, but again, those people, they're going to be like, I'm not giving room to the Spirit. Like, they're not hearing the heart behind things. Right. Right. right? Like, I want people who are, who don't know that they can have a relationship with the God that created them to have a relationship with Him. Hmm. Like, Like, that's what I want. I want people to have a. I want to lead people towards Jesus, right? I, like that's that's to me is the goal of the faith that we live out, right? Like it's mine. I'm holding to it. 
I'm literally living it out on a daily basis, sometimes really well, sometimes not really well, you know? Sometimes uh, in ways that other, other Christians might look at it and be like, well, that's weird. Okay, fine. But at the end of it, my heart is, for folks that don't have the security that I've got or like the, the steadfastness that Jesus gives to my life, like I want that for them. Sure. Yeah. Right? And it's not about me convincing them. It's about just leading them yeah. towards the Jesus that I love. And 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 I think that is the heartbeat of South Point. It's mm-hmm. the 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 message of the gospel has never changed. No. And it never will change. No. But how we present it, the method in which we live our lives, it, it's not for, for us at mm. our church, it's not a Bible study on a Wednesday night at seven o'clock no. at the church. It's not a you know, it's, it's, what is it again? Birch. 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 Was that the That right was the one? wrong one, yeah. No, this is no, not the right No, one. this is the Hold weird, on. yeah. This is too much. Birch. Birch. Okay. So it's, it's B. B for birch. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so that's what it is for us. Yeah. And, and I've had, again, I've had tons of people, like, and when I mean tons, I really do mean quite a few people versus like a regular Sunday attendance hey. come to me and say, I can't wait to do Birch. Yeah. I can't wait to just talk about God, to talk about life, to journey through things. Um, and not in necessarily a context that is familiar to other people from 40, 50, 60 uh, years ago, 100%. right? So... That's my passion. That's our excitement. And I think that's why I'm so giddy coming out of a weekend like this is because, yes, Easter is a is is our Super Bowl. And it, it's mm-hmm. it's a wonderful um, time. And, and Jesus is alive and he is raised mm-hmm. from the dead and from the grave and all of those things. And we were we are trying to show people that Jesus in a way yeah. that is understandable, relevant to them and to their culture and to our culture. Yeah. And in a way that um, is also exciting to our people and not just, I don't really love my church. I don't want to come to church. I'm bored with my church. And, and, and that's what was happening. I was looking well, at it on a Sunday going, Oh, well, I, I uh, think, I think a big part is like when you look at, so a Christian, so from a, a Christian, what's the purpose of a Christian? Like, purpose-driven life. Purpose-driven life. Rick oh. Daddy Rick. Um, like, I think, the, I think the big thing is, like, a Christian's purpose is to lead people to, to Jesus, right? To, to point people to him. Like, hey, you like what I got? Like, you like what I got? Here we go. <laughs> like, here, here he is. Um so when a church, and this is why I say they're wrong, okay? Um, and and I, I'm, I'm happy to go toe-to-toe with any, you know, goatee-loving pastor um, who, you know, is middle-aged or a boomer who's just trying to secure their job. Um, it, it, and here's why. You're just like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to get so many emails from people. I'm melting behind the mic. Right, or, or, even, or even younger pastors that just want to play a game and, you know, oh, well, you know, someday I'll lead. Right, I saw a guy that we know, um, he, him, and his, him and his family were all dressed in pastels. 
um, you know, and going to church and doing the, they had a big cross with a purple ribbon on it, like for the royalty of Jesus. Like, cool, great. I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy for you. That's great. But at the end of it, do you, th- like, do you really think that this is the thing that's going to actually get people in your community to come to your church? Like, and I, I get people are like, well, this, it's, it's for the Christians. Okay. Okay. But like, are we so shallow of people that we literally need it to be about us all of the time? Right? Like, what in, in what world, historically, do Christians like, we have to have what we need to have because it's going to make us better. Like, it, that's come up and that's happened. But most times, like, you, you get a Christian in terms of purpose to service, to actually loving and caring for people, to, like, live out life, to make sure that the other person who is a brother or sister in faith is doing okay. Yeah. Like, those conversations happen at a table. They happen on a couch. They happen at a coffee shop. They happen everywhere else. Like, we have limited, I think, God in many ways to, well, let's just, let's just create big fuss and think that that is exactly what like that's what it is when you and I have lived our lives doing that in so, in many many ways leaving empty many times i love the fact that what it was really about was about serving the community around us that's the thing that it was i think really caught me was cuz normally every year it's good friday right we do the, do this thing good friday really focusing on the death of Jesus. Not that you shouldn't, mm-hmm. but it's like, realize how much he died for you. Which is true, but like, he did it already. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, cry over and over again that Jesus died 2,000 years ago? Like, he did it so that I could live and I could serve. So then when we get to Easter, normally it's like, Let's get everybody in pastels and put them in a choir and sing "He's Alive" and get nuts, oh, right? I went, I went pretty nice, old there, nice. right? You, you liked it, and then, but then you leave and you go eat some friggin' ham, and then you're like, "Cool, that was great." Wow, we just spent thousands of dollars on lights and all kinds of things to get people hyped up for 25 minutes, and really, what? was so great about this weekend was I literally said happy Easter to people who I don't think have ever celebrated Easter before. Mm. And when I said it, I really meant it. Yeah. And what, the heart behind it was like, I am excited that like Jesus is alive yeah. and that he like, and that's really truly what I believe. And ultimately you know, like when I say happy Easter, like I want, I'm celebrating that with these people that I, I don't know from Adam. Like, yeah. I, like, I just think that that's exciting. Yeah. And, and, and I agree. And I found that with my conversations with people, yeah. you know, uh, I was very open. Like, yeah, I'm a pastor. I, you know, God bless you. Thanks for coming. Happy Easter. Hope yeah. you had a great time. Hope your kids had a great time. And, and just, just let the Holy Spirit do what Holy yeah. Spirit does. So excited, really excited about the it's next few um, months and weeks and Dance stuff party that's going to happen. It's going to be wild. And uh, just trusting that Holy Spirit does what he does and changes lives. And um, and yet with, with um, Birch, 
we we also are uh, able to kind of build up our own people and, and encourage one another and connect and and hopefully that translates into going out and and having an impact so can we get t-shirts that say you do you boo boo and then Holy Spirit, is that? Can we do that? Okay, so I just had this conversation with Tegan. Okay, um, she doesn't do T-shirts. Um, what does that mean? She's not into the whole T-shirt thing. Like I know, after your helicopter, like dropping candy from a helicopter I'm, thing. This is okay. I'm coming up with ideas. Okay. These are, I know these are gold acorns. I get it. You're throwing acorns. Um, one of your other ideas was, oh, we should get like bright yellow, yeah, or, or orange shirts for Easter, and she's like, that's uh, gonna be a no, no, boo, boo. So, come on, um, you'll have to convince her. Um, but for now, unless she signs off on it, it's not gonna happen. Next year, I'm getting one that says Jesus is Bunny. That's what gonna... it's gonna be great. <laughs> You're dying inside. I, I can you know, see your face. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.